At the T-minus three-minute mark, tape recorders on board the spacecraft were turned on. These recorders record both voice and data. This is 105.9 The Radiator. We are here for Rocket Shop Radio Hour, just as we do every Wednesday. We bring you great Vermont artists with their great Vermont music. Today is no exception at all. We have David Rosane and the Zookeepers in the studio. Thank you so much for joining us. It is a pleasure to have Thanks you here. Thanks for the invitation. Absolutely. It's great, it's great to have you here. And uh, Just uh, as an introduction, they're... Uh, they're a collective of artists, multinational in origin, and uh, they're activists, artists, and uh, get together to do incredible things for their community. We're going to talk a lot about that later, but uh, we'd love to start it off with music, if we may. Yes. Great. Yeah, we're going we're gonna, to um, start off with our dirtiest song, but it's, it's okay. It's, this guy was, I, I was so delighted when, you know, David Lynch, you know, he came back into yeah. the third series for Twin Peaks. I was like, nye, nye, nye. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> there was just one gross episode after another. And at the time we were doing, we were doing L.L. Bean meets, you know, fiddle music. And I said, guys, we got to change this. We got to do synth pop retro 50s, 60s with gross lyrics. So here we go. <laughs> nice. I found my baby in a garbage can I get my sunshine wherever I can I saw my dream girl in a magazine Take my sunshine with sugar and cream, with sugar and cream. I am so tired of broken hearts, and I've had my fill, baby, of broken. I see them shopping I hear them laugh I'm gonna do so much better Than a bigger, better hat I'm gonna find me a lady
saw me a woman by the side of the road. I think I saw her smile at me on my way home. I found her later in that same old garbage can. I can see the sunset wherever I am, wherever I am. I'm gonna build me a fire full of magazines, sugar bottom already, sugar bottom my dream. I'm gonna light me a fire with gasoline. There goes my baby, my sugar and cream, my sugar and cream, my sugar and cream. That was Sugar and Cream from David Rosane and the Zookeepers. An awesome performance in the studio. I'm going to say thanks again, and I'm going to thank you 40 more times before the show is over. Yeah. Thank well, you so much. Shout out to Big Heavy World because you guys do. It is so quintessentially awesomely Vermont. What you guys, the oh. energy in the state is is high enough as it is, but you guys just bring it up a notch. Thank you so much, I David. I mean, you know, going out and getting all the names of the bands of. And, and fill me in if I'm missing something that you do. All the fisheye. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> All, All those fisheye fish photos. <laughs> so people out there, if you're not already connected to Big Heavy, go out and like the Facebook page and check out all the amazing fisheye photography. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Jump on BigHeavyWorld.com. There's a lot to check out there. And you've got a lot to check out as well. You've got a lot of uh, music behind you. This is the third album from... Uh, Dave Roseanne and the Zookeepers, uh, 14 tracks on the new album, The Book of Zoo. Uh, can we talk a little bit about that album and how it, uh, how it came about? I understand that it's a, uh, it's a non-profit album at the, at the center of a non-profit tour, is that correct? That, that is correct, sir. It's the center of a library benefit tour. Um, because we, uh, we were looking for a fun way to, to join Luke Skywalker and the Resistance. And um, uh, and uh, we, I sort of woke up one day with the idea, and I, I live in Paris half the year, so I Skyped Don and said, I gotta talk to you now. And uh, what if we take Book of Zoo and make a library tour and just give all, we're not making any money making music, let's give all <laughs> the money to the libraries. And uh, my mind tends to work that way anyway. When I was working in, in academia doing uh, research in the Amazon in, in, in tropical ecology, I couldn't just be there and not do outreach and humanitarian work with uh, native, uh, native uh, people living in the Amazon. I just couldn't, so I brought the two together. It's the same thing here. So we're playing music in libraries, raising awareness money, um, and uh, it, it's kind of a non-zero-sum win-win thing, and in that we're actually people are actually listening to our music now. And it's a very beautiful thing. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a very beautiful thing. We all appreciate it on behalf of uh, everybody who loves local libraries. There's over, there's over a dozen stops on the tour. How's it been uh, going so far? How's it been uh, performing in library spaces? Well, you get to learn. Uh, uh, originally, I come from a very, very um, 
it's it, I use the word eviscerated because it used to be a, a booming mill town and there's it's a ghost town now but there's this one public library left standing so Richford. Uh, yeah, Richford sorry and so this gives us the opportunity to to go out and look at uh, the full spectrum of who's being hit where and 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 who's being hit the hardest um, but I, 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 I sent an email to you remember today about um, I was in discussion with Cheryl who runs the library at um, in Bakersfield right and I said oh my god did you see the did, did you sorry oh my gosh um, did you see the um, the uh, the article in Forbes the written by this guy who said that we should take out all the public libraries in the states and just replace them with amazon.com outposts right yeah an abandonment of the like local library scene and, and she yeah. said not only did I see it but there was a huge outcry so Forbes actually took the article off their website good and so now there's kind of a hashtag things like uh, librarians are no longer silent, which is great. Yeah. And plus we're making lots of noise in them too, so. Yeah, that's beautiful. I'm glad that you're standing up for them and uh, and uh, letting people know that it's important. I mean, I'm glad to see that there's an outroar. Personally, I'm glad that they took it down as well. Uh, so so as you're going along, you're, you're having these different tours. You're, uh, you're advocating literacy, community, and freedom of speech for uh, young people, old people alike and their local libraries. Uh, what experiences uh, do you have? I don't mean to put you on the spot, but in your life, I'm sure that there's been libraries that mean something to you or perhaps an educator that means something to you. Uh, what, what is a library? What, what is a local library? What, what happens well, there? Well, I used to think it was, the, uh, the, for me locally, the place where I uh, uh, would go work. I do, okay. a, I do a lot of writing, nice. and I just love the silence. And, and I, you listen, it's not kind of a silence, because it's kind of a white noise, and there's just people working. So right. There's a whole people making noise with their heads. And, uh, <laughs> and um, uh, I never really thought twice about it, but now I'm actually learning so much ab about libraries. This is a total uh, win. And guys, please chime in and say something. Don't listen to me, <laughs> just blah, blah, blah for hours. Yeah. For kids, I think it gets them, you know, into reading. Uh, my my boys are both big readers, you know, uh, so I think that had a lot to do. When right. I first contacted the libraries to see if they wanted to partner with us, uh, those that said yes initially um, invited us to come by for a little meeting. So I would get in my car. This was back in December, and and drive to the library in Fairfax or uh, Hyde Park or what have you and learned in the process that a lot of these libraries w work, especially in the smaller towns, as um, uh, hubs because there is no Wi-Fi. Uh, people don't necessarily have a computer at home. Right. And so they come and they read the paper. And so it's, it's, it's a small village without any, with a, without a, 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 a stop, not even one red light, a stoplight. People just go hang out at the library. Right. So they're becoming community centers. Um, I think they now even rent out snowshoes in the winter. Oh, They've lovely. got computers, and, and it's, it's a good place for, for teens uh, to go hang out uh, with, with in where they don't have resources maybe to... Uh, yeah, and I'll tell you what, we saw a great uh, participation of uh, local libraries in Make Music Day this year as we were going out and securing places for uh, individuals and uh, bands to go and play. The public libraries, Starksboro, Aldrich, all over Vermont were jumping on it, and they were all into it, and I, I loved that, and they had... Uh, you know, shows for kids, shows for all ages, and I was kind of surprised by the reaction that I saw that they are so like active and ready to serve their community. It's a really beautiful thing. Yeah. 
Well, the, um, the, we were too late to get um, uh, in the calendar year to get, uh, because we had the idea around October, and a lot of the, um, the, the companies who would have donated uh, some sponsor money um, were closing their books, and, and they, you need, they don't, we were unheard of, and we need, they need to. So we're, this year, we're building up a case for doing it again next year. Great. And um, a, lot of, uh, some, a lot of the beer companies, Vermont beer companies, got back and said, uh, this is a great idea because it's small businesses, and that's what we, and that's what libraries are, and that's what we're, we're fighting for. Absolutely. So I, th I think we have a good chance next year. And the, 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 the Vermont Department of Libraries finally called us uh, two or three weeks ago and said, um, yeah, let's, we'll, we'll help you do this again better this year, with uh, better as in, you know, with, with more means. Great. Yeah, they're seeing the effort you're putting forth for sure. And I mean, I will thank you again on behalf of everyone for uh, putting forth that effort and raising awareness and uh, advocating for uh, what you are. And uh, before we get into another track, would you mind, David, uh, introducing the rest of the zookeepers to us, uh, who, who may be present today? Well, th these are, this charming couple, Don and Jen, adopted me. They found me kind of ambling about <laughs> Vermont with a L.L. Beans thing, you know, just a guitar and... And so <laughs> they've become, well, actually, I was, I was touring with a French band back in, uh, we were hanging out at the Monkey House, it was like, what, 2000 and something, and, uh, um, and uh, we, they were playing, and uh, we were playing, and there was nobody else in the bar, so we were their audience, and they were our audience, and they were from Bradford, and we were from Paris, France. <laughs> and so one thing led to another, just classic case of, of serendipity. And then a few years later, I, I returned with uh, Lucy, a French violinist who could play the violin and tap dance at the same time. That, that went across real big in Vermont. I, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Oh, my gosh. And we toured together. Um, and they, more, than, more importantly, uh, as far as the music is concerned, Don and, and then we decided to, to start a band together. So Don and Jen do a lot for their community. I'm going to let them speak about that. So you go ahead and talk about Summer Street. Oh, Summer Street, okay. We host a house concert venue at our house and sort of, we've been doing that for about eight years and out of that has grown sort of a movement locally to uh, hashtag keep music alive. We're nice. trying uh, valiantly to, uh, and it, it's starting to take hold, I think, uh, to help our community at least grassroot in a grassroots way learn the value of live music and that also seems to be we're connecting with other arts organizations in the area absolutely uh, to help our community um, learn learn about the cultural economy and how much it benefits the general economy and yeah yeah all that energy is starting to really take hold in our area right now so we're very we're in an exciting time yeah, yeah. Somebody, somebody said to us there's a lot of other little local concerts have popped up a lot of other little local concerts have popped up around around bradford and we were talking to somebody, yeah, you know, it's getting a little bit harder to get people out to, to ours. And they go, well, you know, you, you cost it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, D&J Music is such a huge part of Make Music Day this year. And for those of you who don't know, uh, Make Music Day every uh, year, June 21st, international celebration of the beauty of making music uh, publicly with friends, with random people on the street, uh, in your homes, on your porches, on your streets. Uh, check it out, uh, makemusicday.org. Uh, happens every year, and uh, it'll surely be a, a huge hit next year after uh, the turnout this year. Yeah. So we thank you for that uh, awesome uh, effort put forth on your part, and we commend you for that. Uh, we could talk for days. Can can we get back into another tune, please? Yeah. Yes, but we're first we're, we during the t the library tour we we surprised the audience. It's kind of a fringe uh, I wouldn't say fringe theater act, but uh, we have fun on stage and try and have a, f a fun and very interactive way with the audience. 
And so, uh, and we use key words that we learn, like serendipity, what does that mean? Okay, well, instead of uh, writing a, a set list for the gig, we make, we, we throw this, ran, I throw it behind my back, it's called Bag of Zoo, from Book of Zoo, <laughs> and somebody catches it and opens it up and picks a card, and that is the song we play. Beautiful. Okay, so I'm gonna throw it at you, there you go. Oh, okay. <laughs> you get to pick. So you get to pick the song we're gonna For play. those of you listening, I just caught a uh, small purple bag from across the room here. Well, I'll, I'll tell you that I caught it, even though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so reaching in randomly to pull out a track, we have Enemy. Enemy. Great. It's 105.9. We've got David Rosane and the Zookeepers in the studio for a live performance. So our apologies to John Lennon on this one. That's It's Easy If You Try, backwards. my enemy I wish I had me an enemy in a world without no enemies one would be what would be who is my enemy I'm super happy you're my enemy in a world without no enemies, who am I? What am I? In a world without no stranger danger, in a world without no borders or frontiers, in a world without no enemies, what would be? I saw me an enemy In a world without no enemies What would be? What would be? That was a live performance of Enemy by David Rosine and the Zookeepers live in the studio. Another track from their new album, Book of Zoo. A lovely album, 14 songs, all packed. I listened to it today for the first time and really enjoyed it. Uh, hold it in my hand here for anybody watching on YouTube. You can see the cover right here. And as you were playing that song, I read on the back, Songs by David Rosine, arranged by Jennifer Grossi and Don Sinclair, Concept by Zoo. 
And, I, <laughs> and I, I'm interested to know more about this uh, because I saw on your band camp, I saw everywhere I looked that this is very much uh, engaged. Yeah, it's a very much an engaged community of people rather than just the three of you from what I can tell. There's a lot of people to thank on your, you know what I mean, on your records. There's a lot of, like, I, I would love to know more about uh, your approach to uh, being a band or being a collective with so many people having so much to input. Have as much bloody fun as possible. Beautiful. <laughs> okay. I love that. And I write very dark songs. Like the guy who did the, did the graphic design, Guillaume, he's a French guy. He's a French guy. I am a painter, an artist, a graphic designer. And so I said, I've got this song called Enemy. And I didn't even have to explain the lyrics to him. He says, yes, without enemies, we are nothing. <laughs> so I said, he's going to. And uh, a, a friend of ours uh, who wants to remain anonymous did these really creepy drawings for the booklet. And uh, so Guillaume picked up on it and did a Jules Verne thing. Meanwhile, we were getting dressed up. I said we 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 stopped the LL Bean uh, aesthetic, and <laughs> and and headed for the hills. And uh, I want I want pe when I do a gig in Vermont, I want people to ask me, "Are you from like New Orleans or something?" And, <laughs> and be able to say no. But uh, <laughs> so we kind of crafted this Tim Burtony, Doctor Zeus. Uh, so I'm Thing Two, and he's Thing One. <laughs> And there's the cat in the head. <laughs> so it goes well with the dark lyrics. Because I used to be the moody kind of Nick Cave of the bands. You just come on, look depressed, sing depressing songs, and leave crying. And now it's it's we have as we tell jokes between, uh, you know, between songs. Between Lovely. depressing songs. Well, yeah. there's a beautiful balance there. Then in that case, I mean, <laughs> I really enjoy it. The uh, the lyrical content and the lighthearted uh, attitudes that you all have. Um, speaking about traveling around a little bit, uh, David, it seems you have a, a rather apparent love for the wilderness for the forest i mean that's quite obvious in your uh past as a in your ecological endeavors but uh you also have a love for civilization it seems like <laughs> it's it's a duality of it's dr jekyll and and, and mr hyde yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, well, what can I you say think, about well, the I'd see i don't there's i've been struggling with the dualism of nature versus city my whole life and uh, from an ecological and scientific standpoint it's something that we created it's a, it's 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 a construct literally um, we are uh, animal species, a animal species, who uh, evolved um, out of uh, the African continent and uh, started creating cities and trying to make life easier for ourselves, also more ethical. Uh, if you compare uh, the warring tribes of yesteryear um, and you look at, if you actually crunch the numbers and look at the violence in human history compared to, it's actually declining. Okay. And the news always leads us to think otherwise the opposite, because they yeah. don't stand there. Well, I'm phoning in from a country that's been at peace for 40 years. Um, you know, it's 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 like car car car, uh, car crashes are more common than plane crashes. But everybody gets new. Oh, I'm going to work. And, yeah. and uh, but get on a plane. No, I'm not flying. It's too dangerous. But the numbers point otherwise because mm -hmm. our brains warp our we're, we're very bad intuitive statisticians. But when the scientists and the social scientists look at the numbers and crunch the numbers. Where was I going with this? What was your question? <laughs> we were talking about the duality of, of civilization so, so and civilization, nature. Civilization is an entropy hog. It is, it is a waste producing, it is a killing machine up until now. I mean, maybe we'll invent this, you know, the biomimetic uh, ecosystem-like cities that produce more biomass than they consume and zero wastes and zero throughput and all those fancy ideas. Um, permaculture, all, all those great things. But the irony will have been that they will have come from civilization, which is housed in libraries, because that's where the knowledge is stored. That's exactly right. The printing press changed humanity, libraries have changed humanity, and that dumb 
can we do a beep here? <laughs> so, the dumb beep head from, from, from Forbes who wanted to get rid of them and replace them with Amazon. I'm all for technological progress, but whoa! Yeah, I mean, surely they just didn't see the, uh, the value that they have. I mean, perhaps they've never been to a library themselves. <laughs> it's hard to say. But, that's the, but the, the, the question is, is brilliant because it's that huge trade-off. How do, you, how do you preserve the value of civilization, of the enlightenment, you know? Um, the justice system. It's not perfect. Democracy, not perfect. But we're, we're still trying to do our bit over here. You are. Absolutely. And that's worth pursuing. But once you realize that, that in order to, an economy has to grow 2% every year, that means energy consumption has to uh, increase 3 to 5% every year. Um, so how do you, and so meanwhile, and this morning I was up with my 11-year-old kid messing around in the woods building a lean-to, and, and we found a red eft. You know what that is? I don't know it's, that a, it's the larval stage of a of a, uh, of a, yeah, a spotted newt, red spotted newt, ah. which is an aquatic species. And it's an amphibian, but to disperse naturally for its population to disperse, they leave the water and then they become like uh, traveling wood trolls or gnomes or something, and they hmm. have this little beautiful little red candy like uh, candy wrapper like uh, um, skin thing and, and little red bright fluorescent red dots on it and they become terrestrial and they walk through the leaves in the driest areas until they get to the next lake and that's usually a year later and they become adult newts which wow. are salamanders and then we found an orange-bellied snake and we found a garter snake and i taught them the difference between male and female garter snakes and how to hold them up by the tail so they don't lash out and bite you if it, in case it was a cobra or a <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'd love to hear more later about uh, your uh, adventures because just a, a brief research showed me that you've been all over the world, many cities, many forests, all over the place. So yeah, I'd love I guess to talk where about I am now. I'm back in Vermont. That's, <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> and we're glad you're here, David. <laughs> and while you're here, could we get another song from you? We've got sure. a, a few more well, minutes left in the show. Somebody has to pick it out of the bag. I'm sorry. I'm not. All right. It. Who's up this time? Serendipity. Anybody? Anybody in the Toss in, it on over studio? to Bob there. There he is. One of our engineers, Bob, choosing from the bag. <laughs> and the grand result? Hope in the dark. Hope in the dark. Violence overall <laughs> declining. Yeah. Rebecca Solnit, the essayist, she, she, she's, uh, I mean, she's, she's um, to put it lightly, I think she's, she's hard left. She's, you know, she's progressive, very progressive. And, but she um, knows how to stop and take the barometer, barometric reading and crunch numbers and look and compare 500 years ago with today. And have things improved as much as we want? No, but have they? Yes. And it's, I think it's important for, for people, um, advocates of, 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 of progressive change to take a, a measure because otherwise we get a bit too depressed. Absolutely. When you're out on a road when you're out of sight, when you're out of your mind, when you're out of here, but you're out alone, when you're out of control, hope in the dark is who we are, hope in the dark is all we are, when you're out of ammo, when you're out of when you're out of the race, when you're out of your wits, when you're out of a guy, when you're out of a fight, tally on tally ho. Oh, 
Lovely Hope in the Dark, the fourth track from the new CD, Book of Zoo. David Rosane in the Zookeepers. Thank you so much for coming into the studio today and performing for us. Tracks from your new album, which I hold here in my hand for anybody watching well, Vermont Media has been spectacular. They have been so generous. So we can only thank you. Uh, seven days, a great review, a great little extra, uh, another piece about the, um, the, the library tour. Uh, Rutland Herald wrote a review. Awesome. Uh, v- VPR calls me up one day. I burst into tears. <laughs> so I go with the VPR. And then WCX says, uh, hey, this is interesting. Well, let's do it. So he comes down to Bradford before the gig and does a... So thank you all. And I got a shout People out to the Valley media. News because that's our area. Valley News. Also. Valley News. Okay. Beautiful. Hey. Shout out those local sources. Yeah, doing a great job. We appreciate it. And that uh, the message in that last song of... Uh, and right before the song, we were speaking on the necessity of being optimistic if we're going to make a positive change. And that um, reminds me, I found this, if you don't mind me sharing, from uh, your band camp, a quote that you shared, uh, uh, David, a proverb. Uh, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And I thought that was incredible and totally, uh, totally present in your music. And I love that, uh, that sentiment. Well, it's, it's funny that I, sh- I should quote that because I'm a bit of a sociopath. I like to... <laughs> but I always, I, I'm always smiling, honey. <laughs> anyway, we've got people listening to us in France right now because uh, a lot of the people who helped, we did kind of a crowd sourcing of Zoo our own way, kind of weirdly. And so a lot of people in France, uh, f- people I know said, hey, you're going to fight Trump in the library. This is very good. So they gave us all much money. <laughs> <laughs> and my better, my lovely better half, um, shout out to Anne-Lisbeth, who, is, who sells a country for, as, as a living. She uh, works for the Norwegian, she's Norwegian, works for the Norwegian government, and she has to market an entire country. So a library <laughs> tour? Come on. So she helped me <laughs> put, you know, how to write a press release, you know, how to do, and then... And she helped with the dress code, too, which is cool. <laughs> Great. Can I quickly uh, plug the libraries we're playing at? Yes, absolutely. Please read them off. So, um, love you, babe. So, um, what's coming up? Waitsfield is tomorrow. That's where, who's he, what's it comes from? Grace Potter. Oh. Yes. 
Um, Bakersfield, where Will Patton is from. Um, Fairfax, so the Bakersfield is on the 28th. Uh, Fairfax is um, August 3rd. Uh, Groton is August 4th. And it's a teeny tiny little library. Uh, Virgin, which is spectacular. Have you been to the public uh, library in Virgins? Oh, man. And it's a city, so it's four small towns that donate for that one library. Oh, beautiful. Montpelier does the same thing. The four or five towns contribute taxpayer money to one. Uh, Hyde Park is the 17th of August. And it was so cute. They had to change the date because there was other. What was the other? A ballet with all the kids. So we were going to have like zero people and zero dollars. So that we had already done the, the graphics and stuff. So no, no, no. It's, this is a grassroots library tour. We can change the date. So 817 Hyde Park, 818 Montgomery, way up uh, yonder. Uh, you can see Canada from there. Um, and 825 in Chelsea, which is near Bradford in Orange County. Great. If you're in any of those locations or anywhere near, definitely uh, check it out. Definitely come out, catch some more of this great live music. Uh, would you like to do one more live in the studio? Uh, if you have one prepared? Yeah, but somebody's got to pick it out. Okay, that's, <laughs> that's the rule. We're down with it. David Rosane is here on 105.9 with the Zookeepers. We're having a great time. Thank you all so much for coming in, and thank so you all Ian, for listening Ian's in. going to be picking it out this time. Okay. Engineer Ian is reaching into the purple bag. Ian? <laughs> Jingle. Oh, already played that one. <laughs> Skip. The real world? Mm-hmm. Got the real world. 105.9 The Radiator, you've got it locked here. David Rosane and the Zookeepers giving us a great live performance. After this one, stay tuned. We're going to have Lapis Pop on here. We're going to be going through some tracks and talking about some great music. Sorry, I have to tune up. Can somebody say something about libraries? <laughs> Ooh, a lovely... Say something about the Melodica. Is that Our town is building a new library. Oh, a brand new library. Maybe that's on the next year's tour. Where's that? <laughs> Shelburne. Shelburne, yes. Really? Yes. So our library right now is in a athletic field house for a year. Oh, cool. <laughs> Maybe we'll come there next year. Awesome. Yeah. Well, the real world it being the real world, it takes time to do things. Rome wasn't built in a day. Um, and uh, we're going to make this a long-term project. So next year, we're going to come back. And we're going to ask some of the bigger talent. I mean, you know, I would, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to shy, after doing this, I'm not going to shy away from anything. I'm going to ask, who are the big stars? Come on, give me some. Cat. Cat Wright. Well, everybody always says Cat Wright. What, um, about, the, what about those great kids, the uh, Gang of Thieves? Well, they inspired us a lot because they did that uh, 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 tour where they, before each gig, they, um, they, uh, they go out and they do volunteer work. Oh, volunteer work for the show. That's beautiful, yeah. So, uh, so we owe them a lot. I, I, we, I, I think we stole that idea, didn't we? <laughs> so, um, so yeah, the more the merrier. So we're going to try and get some some big names in, um, and uh, so we're dreaming of uh, library gigs. You know, thousands of people in, in a field somewhere <laughs> going to libraries. I mean, because when I grew up, libraries yeah. were cool. Rock and roll was cool. Libraries sucked when I was a kid. <laughs> you couldn't make noise in one, and let alone play music. And now it's we're trying to make it the cool thing to do. Yeah, now that you're rocking out. Check out David Rosane and the Zookeepers online. Check them out, their Bandcamp, their Facebook. They've got the information, and next year they're going to have another great tour, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, and a shout-out to all the people who worked on the album. Uh, Don, you want to go quickly through a, a list of all the people? Uh, Andre Macara, uh, Will Patton, Al Z, more closer, Al Z, um, Perry Andrews, Joe Suchaki, 
And who is Andre again? Remind everybody who Macara. Andre. Andre yeah. Macara is 808.4's lead guitar player. Oh, he's, great. He's almost as old as me, and he can still jump this high off the ground. Nice. <laughs> he, how he does it. He runs West Street Digital in St. Albans. Oh, an nice. Recording studio. Yeah. I probably left out a bunch of people. Yeah. I just can't remember right. Well, thank you to everybody involved in the zoo. Well, we're going to Neil Young at this is slightly out of tune. All right. <laughs> Yesterday, for yesterday. 
Another great track from David Rosane and the Zookeepers. Catch them on their Vermont Library Benefit Tour. Check out their new album, Book of Zoo, online. Either way, all proceeds, all benefits are going towards Vermont Libraries for keeping it local, supporting the community. They're doing fantastic work out here. We really appreciate it. On behalf of Big Heavy World and everybody who engages with their community libraries, we sincerely thank you for the work you're doing, and thank you so much for coming in and playing for us today. Thank you. Thank you. And we're going to send it off with one more track from you. Stay tuned, everybody. We're going to keep streaming. We're going to go right to uh, Steve I, can Smith. I, can I interject? Is, oh, please, uh, please. This is typically me. I'm sorry. Go right uh, ahead, David. No, it's just that there's a very quick quote. Do we have time? Uh, oh, absolutely. I forgot go to thank all the partnering libraries, of course. Go right ahead. Um, so uh, Susan Smolinski, who is the librarian in Richford, uh, who helped uh, this show um, uh, get on the road, and uh, she sent me a quote today, which I'm going to read very quickly, from a, a, a very important library um, scientist and why libraries are important. There are a number of ways one could address the concerns of the public library community with the broader context of a democratic political system. As the public storehouse of knowledge, the public library can be viewed as a free society's insurance that all ideas will be accessible to everyone who may want them. Ideas and information are certainly available elsewhere, but no other agency or organization can guarantee such a wide accessibility to ideas of all kinds that will be free of charge to all its customers. Private media often do not provide the kind of in-depth and comprehensive access to all ideas that can be found in a library. Without this kind of accessibility provided somewhere within society, the danger of tyranny increases. The importance of the public library, then, lies in its availability somewhere within society as that society's last defense against the possibilities of oppression. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. I, I appreciate that you interjected with that. And it reminds me I'd like to thank all public librarians out there. You can't just thank the libraries and not the people who make them happen. <laughs> so thank you to all the librarians out there. We're going to send it off with one more track, uh, Judgment Day. Uh, recorded track from the album David Rosane and the Zookeepers Book of Zoo like I said check it out online facebook.com uh, forward slash David Rosane and the Zookeepers that's R-O-S-A-N-E please check it out enjoy it and stay tuned for the next uh, interview thank you James and thank you guys thank you guys Whoa. well done you guys Every day is Judgment Day And every day is a beautiful day And every day is the hardest day When every day is a happy day Across the valley up to the mountain Across that river up through the hills We stay connected to the outside world It's just you and me and them out there And stare 